Season 3, Episode 14, Bar Cart 101. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. Today, we are talking all things bar cart. Whether you enjoy cocktails, mocktails, or both, everyone can participate in this functional decor trend. They used to be pretty popular in Mad Men time, wouldn't you say that, Jack? Yeah, and I don't know if that's actually true or just based on how many times I've watched Mad Men. (laughs) But I feel like whenever I go into a antique store, I can find bar carts from the 50s and 60s, but not from the 80s and 90s. Maybe 80s, but definitely not 90s. I don't remember going over to friends' houses and seeing their parents having a bar cart. I remember liquor cabinets. Right. Ours was always above the refrigerator. And that, I think some of that <laughs> has to do with not, not prohibition. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was the I know, but like a small scale of that. I feel like when we were growing up, especially we grew up in the Bible Belt. So anything really yeah. alcohol related kind of had a stigma to it. So you put it away in a cabinet. It was, you know, hidden. Whereas with That's our true. age group we're more accepting of drinking and even if you don't drink alcohol it's just cute to have a little drink station so i especially if you have like that awkward corner in your dining room and your living room and you don't know what to do with a bar cart or a mocktail cart or whatever you want to call it is is just a fun way to do something at that space. But I don't remember I don't remember that being a thing when we were growing up. Me neither, but I was also friends with a lot of Baptists. So <laughs> me included. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Send us a message, leave us a review, comment on our Facebook group, which is the Millennial Homemakers, and tell us if you feel the same way. I do specifically remember it was 2012 when the blogging thing was really pop in fashion bloggers bar carts became it because all the fashion bloggers would style them so it really target was catering bar carts i just don't remember seeing that and now a lot of that also has to do with the fact that i mean i turned 21 i know i turned 21 around then but i think that the millennials kind of that's when we started turning that age so who knows yeah yeah and like we started realizing i can display my drinks without looking like an alcoholic yes Yes, that's a that's key as well so let's get started we've broken it down into three different categories for everything about bar cart since this is bar cart 101 where your teachers and let's say this is the curriculum um so the first one's going to be styling then we have stocking your bar cart and then we have soiree yes and you guys don't want to know how long (laughs) we tried to find something that had to do with soirees or special occasions that started with an st to keep with that trend because we've told you we like alliteration the soiree works so that's our like yeah for party 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 part okay so to get started i'm going to since we're talking about this i'm going to pour myself some vino we'll see how this turns out in the audio jackie if you were here jackie then i would cheers you so cheers and let's get this party started (laughs) 
I like that you just cheersed yourself. I had two wine glasses here because I needed the audio effect. <laughs> Behind the scenes with the Millennial Homemakers. BTS. Okay. Styling. I'll let you start since I've been talking the whole time. So I think for my big thing for styling a bar cart is to keep it simple. You don't have to fill every single space, especially if you find a really cool or cute or vintage looking bar cart, you want that to stand out too. And if you put a ton of stuff on the shelves, it's going to be crowded and blend in. Yeah. My number one advice for like, before you start thinking of things to put on your bar cart and the style, just like you said, Jack. So if you go into Pinterest and you look up bar cart styling, it is lots of beautiful images, but a lot of them are really cluttered and same thing that you were saying. So really keep it within your style. If that's your style, if you're more eclectic and you like layering lots of things on each other, then go with it. But if your house is pretty modern or minimalistic, then keep the style of the bar card within the style and color palette of your house. Absolutely. Because you don't want it to stick out. You like you want it to make a statement, but you don't want to walk in and be like, oh, that doesn't match. For sure. So what are some of your favorite things to style on a bar cart? Like, let's talk about the essentials. Mine, my first one has to do kind of with my style. But I think no matter what your style is, you can do some version of this. And that's to use vintage glassware. Because it looks so much cooler than just going to like Target and getting some wine glasses because they have more intricate designs or they fit with whatever, whatever like style icon you want to emulate. And they could just add a lot of texture and interest to your bar cart. Yes, I think that that is true. And we'll get into this too when we start talking about stocking it. Um, Mm -hmm. being mindful about the shapes, whether it's a decanter or a glassware or a bottle that you buy from the liquor store or from home goods, whatever, be mindful of the labels and silhouettes. So everything on it. And like I said, I mean, I'm not saying that it has to be really intricate if your style isn't intricate, but be mindful that you're telling a story with what you're putting on there because it is kind of a limited space, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, it's storage. So you don't want to have like a bunch of stuff that's just novelty items that you don't use. So yes, vintage glassware, but make sure that it's something that you're okay with drinking out of, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yeah, that's a fair point. So one of my favorite things to put on bar carts, and this is throughout my house, so this might not be applicable to you but is antique vintage whatever you want to call it secondhand books that have to do with entertaining or cocktail recipes little cookbooks stuff like that so you can buy them for pretty cheap from a secondhand store literally like 50 cents a pop and my biggest advice for using vintage books and styling in your house is to take off the plastic cover and to mm-hmm. look at the cloth binding at the store. And so then that gives you a good idea. And I will buy not only because the names are cute, but I'll buy because of the color palette. Most of my books are jewel tones that I try to buy or white. Those are like my color palette. Yeah. That's mine are a lot of muted because I also mm-hmm. use books just throughout my house. And if you don't, if you want to see how it looks without going out and like looking for the vintage um, books, if you have hard bound 
books take the cover off because a lot of them Mm -hmm. still look really pretty underneath, even if they're brand new. And so you can kind of play with that and get an idea of what it's going to look like in your bar cart before committing to going and looking for that vintage cocktail recipe. Yeah, cookbook. I agree with that. In my Christmas decor, I used some weird, I needed to lift these, my mercury glass planters that I had poinsettias in um, higher because I didn't like where they were sitting on the mantle. And so mm-hmm. I just used Jordan's, Jordan had like, some war books he loves military stuff and they were bright red though <laughs> and so oh, yeah so I like saw the binding on the shelf and so I just took off the cover and he was kind of mad because I had to take the plants off to water them and make sure it was dry because they're apparently like collectors like <laughs> Vietnam books uh, or something <laughs> oh geez. so yeah you can look around your house too yeah absolutely you don't you're not limited to liquor or drink related items on your bar cart and i think you know i know you said jacqueline don't clutter it with novelty things use things you use and i agree 100 percent. but if you have that like one weird funky thing that you can't find a place in your house for but it's you an heirloom or you just love it this is kind of the place where you can be a little, I don't want to say weirder, but a little weirder. Quirky, yes. So you can use that in your bar cart to kind of spice it up a little bit and to make it stand out a little more. Yes, definitely. It's a good, it's a good place for like quirky art, figurines, stuff like that, because it is a smaller area and it does have little, already you have glassware and little items. So it kind of goes, if that makes sense. And then, of course, you have ice bucket, shaker, bar tools, decanters, whatever. Those would go on the bar cart as well. So keep that in mind that you do want functional items. Um, My favorite thing to put on my bar cart is a vase because I love flowers. And And I actually don't even put fresh flowers on my bar cart. I just have some flowers that dried like a pretty color, um, didn't get really yeah. like dead looking. And I kind of gathered them together and put that on my bar cart. But in my apartment, that was only 600 square feet. That was like the main vase that I had in the house was on the bar cart. So, and I always put fresh flowers. So, and you can put fake too. And, yeah. I use like fake throughout my house, but if I'm having like a party or a soiree, and we'll get to this more later, but I would put out real fresh flowers because it makes the bar cart more inviting so people want to go over there and make a drink or pour a drink yeah and they'll actually notice it more Um, okay so that's all i have for styling and you can look on pinterest if you need the nitty-gritty rules of thirds i mean basically styling shelves styling bar carts not that different um right but it's kind of harder to explain over audio so (laughs) i agree My last thing for styling is to try to keep it to a color palette with limited colors as much as possible. And this goes back into what we were saying about having it match your house. But if your favorite bottle of liquor is like bright green and you don't have any green in your house, maybe keep that one somewhere else and try to get clears and blues for the bar. Put it in a decanter. That's yes, my, like, and then it's just if pretty. you have an ugly bottle, and we'll get to that with stocking, um, mm-hmm. is literally just pour that baby into a decanter. And it's a really good way to yeah. make, like, cheap. If you drink, like, a certain liquor all the time or you're having parties and stuff, 
putting things into canters is a great way to disguise an ugly label. <laughs> Absolutely. Just make sure that people know what it is. Yeah. Well, I have little tags, like metal tags that I put around the neck. Yes, that are so cute. And so that's a good way to keep track of what's what. Or what you can do is you can kind of splice off part of the label or like label, if you have a little label maker and stick it on the bottom. So you can't Mm -hmm. really see it to just remind yourself what it was. (laughs) I mean, or you can smell it, but okay. So for stocking the cart. Absolutely. What do you want to start with? I'll say alcohol varieties. Yeah, that would be my first one too. And we'll also, of course, get into if you don't drink what you can stock yes. it with. But so for mine, I mean, when you think of wine, you have red and white wine. Okay. Even mm-hmm. if you don't know anything about wine, you know that. But I feel the same way about liquor. I don't drink a lot of liquor. I am very much a wine gal. I do mm-hmm. like gin, but yes. I don't drink that at home, really. And then my husband likes a good scotch. So mm-hmm. he'll like pour himself a little bit of scotch, smoke a cigar on the porch as a little treat or celebrating something like that. So we keep those. My main thing with the liquor is like, okay, so you know with wine, red and white. But for me with the liquor is have at least one clear and one brown. <laughs> I agree. Yes, absolutely. And then for like a third category, because I would use my main thing and everyone has different tastes, but I always have gin. I always have a bourbon, but I live in Tennessee. So like whiskey, hello. So like some (laughs) type of bourbon or whiskey. And then I always have rum. We always have those three. And then we usually also have a vodka and a tequila. See, and I I think I have a vodka. I didn't take, I didn't like look at what I have right now, but Why would you drink vodka when you can drink gin? Because the difference is, if y'all don't know, I know we have some people that listen who aren't big drinkers or drinkers at all, but gin is more floral, and this will come in handy with cooking too, whereas Mm -hmm. vodka is just the most basic clear alcohol. It's, I mean, it's not rubbing alcohol, obviously, but it's like a more refined version of that seriously it's the same and if you get the good stuff you can't taste it and it's very dangerous i don't i think i don't know i don't like vodka. i'm like why would you drink vodka when you can have gin because it's so floral see we're big moscow mule drinkers uh, and i know i love a good kentucky mule which is a moscow mule but except with bourbon instead of vodka but since we do really like mules it makes sense for us to have vodka and i think that's what it gets into with your liquor selection have things that you're going to drink or someone in your house is going to drink. Don't just get a bottle because you feel like you have to get a bottle. Right. Honestly, like as an adult, the more dinner parties that you have, the more friends that you have over, people are going to bring you random alcohol. So you can just kind of keep that on the cart. For instance, growing up, my grandfather had a very stocked bar area, but he didn't Mm -hmm. drink. I don't ever remember my grandparents drinking at all because he was a physician. So patients would give him gifts and stuff like that. And so you can keep that in your house and a bar cart's a really cute place, even if you don't partake in it, but just having it there because, and not that it makes people feel more at home, but it is nice if you can get your friend her favorite drink. So you have someone that comes over a lot, maybe they'll even bring their own vodka and then just leave it there, you know? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And also with that goes with liqueurs too. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to just be the hard liquors. You can, if you have amaretto or triple sec, having those liqueurs or those, you know, after dinner liqueurs, if you want to just sip on something or if you want to make... 
So what some sort of liqueur do you have? What do you keep? We usually have triple sec. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we have amaretto. I don't know where we got it. It goes back to the people bring <laughs> random things. Um, and then we also have peppermint schnapps and butterscotch schnapps. We just have uh, triple sec. And it's triple sec is always a good I'm choice. I'm pretty sure. Oh, and I think we have some limoncello. So that yeah, is always good like an Italian. They drink it straight after dinner and stuff. Right. <laughs> it's an Italian thing that my father-in-law brought back. So we have, those are the two that we use. And I use triple sec and sangria. And that is why mm-hmm. I have rum, not only because I have Cuban roots. So I feel like I've got to <laughs> have the Bacardi was actually in Cuba before it moved to Puerto Rico because of when the Castro's came into power. So I always buy Bacardi. I like Bacardi Limon. Um, <laughs> And that's really good in sangria. So like I said, I'm not a big hard liquor drinker. If I drink anything, it's literally gin, soda water, and lime. <laughs> that's like yeah. as nice and simple as I get. Or it's some uh, drink that has like gin and champagne, you know, like a French 75. Right. Yeah. So my liqueurs, I really only have triple sec and like limoncello. That's it. And I guess sake is a liqueur too, but we don't have any of that right now. Is sake a liqueur? Yes. I don't know how to categorize I think that. it technically is because the alcohol okay. level isn't high enough to be. Oh, I mean, when you think about sense. it, if you drink sake while you're eating sushi, like you're not getting white girl wasted, are you? <laughs> well, I think, I think of it more of a wine. Like it's a rice oh, wine. Maybe it is. More than a liqueur. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's right. I think of it more of the liqueur because I don't think it's, it doesn't taste like wine to me. <laughs> no, <laughs> it does not. It's somewhere it's, it's probably categorized somewhere like that. So I get, yeah, I think it might be more of a wine. You're right. Now that you say that. Let me look up what is sake. So I think it is a rice wine, but I just think, uh, it, I mean, it has oh, that. Yeah, it's also referred to as a Japanese rice wine. It, it has, but it has that uh, bite to it more than wine right. does. I feel like what's interesting okay so i ended up on the wiki page Uh for it so it's considered a rice wine okay but it's made through a brewing process more like beer than a fermenting process okay that makes sense so it's very it's a very hybrid you can call it whatever you want kind of thing okay i i would categorize it more as like a look here yeah because it's harder I think it has yeah. a higher alcohol content than wine. That's why you do little shots of it anyway. Right. So that's pretty yeah. much all I keep. <laughs> yeah. And then mixers. 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 Oh, yes. You've got to have mixers on hand. And I get all my mixers from Home Goods. Oh, yeah. They're the best place to go they for have mixers to, because you get fun bottles. Yes, they and have fun. like the cutest bottles. So that's why. And they're not that expensive. They're a few bucks a piece. So I get all mm-hmm. my mixers from Home Goods. What, do you, what kind of mixers do you keep? So I kind of have it broken down into like four categories. Okay. Um, so my first one is, of course, juices. Because there's a lot of drinks you can make with juices. So cranberry juice and orange juice are my go-tos. Okay, but do you keep that on your bar cart? Or do you keep it? Only when I'm having a party. Okay. Like, I'll keep it in the fridge, which honestly, a lot of this stuff I only get if I'm having a party. Mm-hmm. I mean, orange juice I'll drink, you know without anything in it because it's delicious so that one we might have in our fridge more often but we'll put it in the fridge and then if we're having a party we'll put out a pitcher of orange juice or a pitcher mm-hmm. of cranberry juice um and then also i mean kind of the same for a lot of our sodas club soda some sort of like sprite um and then ginger ale and then the actual mixers so like bitters 
grenadine, simple syrup, the things that are like necessary for certain cocktails. What we keep, like what I always have stock of is bitters because my husband likes old fashions and we don't even make old fashions at home. It's so funny that I have these things. We really don't. Like the only time we ever touch the bar cart is if we have people over. Yeah. Right. So Um, also recently discovered he likes old fashions and he made one and he's like, oh, this is so much work. Oh, Drew did? Yeah. But he still loved the taste, so it was worth it. Yes. So we keep bitters, soda water. Now, for everyone who does not know, there is difference between tonic water and soda water. Tonic water has calories. Soda water (laughs) does not. Always ask for soda water, ladies. (laughs) I mean, and tonic water does kind of have that twang to it, but once you have alcohol in it, I don't taste the difference. So... And then simple syrup. And then I always keep Zing Zang Bloody Mary mix. Yes. And, that's- and that was my fourth one, my fourth oh, category, okay. which is we always have margarita mixes. And then a lot of times we'll have a pina See, colada mix. Too. I have a thing against margarita mix and pina colada mix. <laughs> because it's pretty easy to make yourself. Yes. And I just had this thing against, and it's like surprising how much I love Zing Zang because I don't like pre-made mixes because I feel mm-hmm. like tastes like canned goods or something. Right. Yeah. So I like for margarita and we don't even, I don't drink a lot of tequila at all. I don't even think we have tequila at the house, but <laughs> for margaritas, I just like mixing lime juice and like a little bit of orange juice, some triple sec and tequila because it's easy. Well, that's, we have it like if we have people over and sometimes, you know, we'll be like, let's just make a batch of margaritas. And it's so easy to just follow the directions on the back of, back of the bottle to get their right mix for so, to make a whole pitcher. Do you time. use Jose Cuervo margarita mix? Yes. Also, Kirkland's is not terrible. Okay. Because tell brands. That's why like Zing Zang, I will only use Zing Zang for Bloody Mary, but I still doctor it up with Worcestershire sauce and oh, yeah. pepper and a bunch of stuff. So <laughs> Right. And like a lot of times we'll put triple sec in our margaritas too, even yeah. though doesn't call for it. My triple sec almost exclusively is used for sangria. (laughs) (laughs) So those are, yeah, those are mine that I keep. And then juices. I feel like I don't ever make specialty cocktails that involve juice. I'll have to think about that. Okay. So next on it, oh, is garnishes. You've got to have those. What do you use? Like, what do you keep stocked for garnishes? We keep a lot of limes, which goes back to we really like Masco Mules, mm-hmm. Mint, and the Maraschino Cherries. I like all of those because, well, I mean, it's two greens and a red, but they're fun colors, so they look really cute in a bowl Yeah, to kind of add a pop of color to the bar cart. I always keep lemons in my house. I always have lime juice. I need to be mm-hmm. better about keeping limes. But yeah. I usually just use lime juice, but I always keep fresh lemons. I have a can of olives in the fridge, can of cherries in the fridge. I keep sugar cubes specifically for yes. old fashions. <laughs> we do too. Which if anyone doesn't know, like if you're not a mixologist or you don't drink, you use a sugar cube at the bottom of the glass of an old fashioned and it just, and you like grind the bitters in it and stuff. And it it just adds this really cool sweetness, but regular sugar does not do the same thing. It's something about the way it soaks up. I don't know. (laughs) Do you, right? It's, and then it's just really fun. (laughs) 
And I well, I think part well for me, it's just really fun. I made something not too long ago when Drew was drinking his old fashioned, and I can't remember what it was, but it involved butterscotch schnapps because I love them and like on a quest to always find new recipes with it. And it called for sugar, and I was like, we have these sugar cubes, and I have to mix. I think it was like vanilla extract in it. Uh-huh. So I was like, why n- don't I just do the same thing Drew's doing? with his old fashioned and it was delicious. Um, it wasn't as grainy as regular. Oh, salt. and I will say we also usually have Kahlua as a liqueur because Jordan likes white Russians. I forgot. White about Russians that. are delicious. Yeah. So which reminds me, I still need to make you guys a butterfinger. <gasps> white Russian. That sounds good. Jordan would die. He loves it's, that. I mean, it like reminds me of a white Russian just because it's like milk. Yeah. Yeah. But it's milk, butter schnapp- butterscotch schnapps, and Irish cream. Ooh, that would be good. Yeah. Sounds very fatty. So next time you guys are here or we're there. Yeah. Oh, very fatty. Yeah. So Jordan would love that. But yeah, we do yeah. keep Kahlua. I forgot about that. Uh, because I have, like, we usually try to keep heavy cream in the fridge. Yeah. Like something that we can use. Um, And then did I say olives? I think I did. Oh, and then I always also try to keep rough sugar and rough salt. Because mm-hmm. it is, and even like we said, like if you do not drink alcohol, you can still keep these mixers and these garnishes are good for mocktails. So just lining your glass with the sugar or the salt just makes it look so much fancier. And I'm all about right. like extra fancy with not a lot of effort. So like right now so I'm thinking about a really refreshing glass of pink lemonade with some sugar on the rim. And if y'all don't know, you should know this, but I had a roommate and it like changed her life when I showed her this is to use a, one small salad plate so ha- or two small salad plates, have one with either a little bit of simple syrup or just water if you're doing salt. So like, obviously you wouldn't use sweet with salt, but sweet <laughs> with sugar. So have one with some liquid on it and then one with the salt or the sugar on it. And then you, before you pour in the glass, you just dip the lip of the glass in the liquid and then dip it in the salt and that's what makes it stick I had a roommate it like changed her life but I think that's common knowledge I don't know <laughs> I've never put the water or the simple syrup in a different plate so that kind of oh, changed my life no, right now because it like helps it stick right because like we've run like our margarita glasses will like run under the tap water but then we end up with salt in random places on the glass oh wait you've never put the liquid in another plate no, no, that yes. seriously just changed my no. life right now. Seriously, you do it and then you fill it up enough to how far up the lip you want it to be. Right, right. Oh, I love that. No, it is so easy. So you could use and you could use like a syrup, whatever, if you have something else, but don't use a right. alcohol because I'm pretty sure that'll eat away at whatever. <laughs> you It'll like dissolve it, which you don't want. You just want yeah. it to stick enough. And then also, since if you are having actual booze, keep snacks. So you can put that on the bar cart too if you have fun nuts or chocolates. I always keep stuff to make a cheese plate. So cheese, Mm -hmm. honey, or agave, anything like that. I have to have some of the uh, guava. I love guava. 
Um, Especially and if you're not actually having alcohol, those things are delicious. So just keep them anyway. Put the cheese in the fridge. Don't keep that on the bar cart. Anything, right. <laughs> like Jackie said, you can leave space for it. So then you put out the pitcher. You could just have the plain pitcher in the bar cart and fill it up when you have people over or leave like a plain bowl, maybe some lemons, whatever. I, yeah. I you know, well, I don't know. My bar cart's too far away from my kitchen because I was like, it would be really cute if I put lemons on my bar cart. But see, I feel like you'd have to use them all the time to make that worth it. I like use in the bar area, oh, not yeah, in the kitchen. Yeah, because I use yeah. them all the time, but I feel like I yeah. like they get neglected and then I get fruit flies. So, yeah, not speaking from experience or anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's what else do you, is that all you have? For um, so, if you don't drink, obviously, mm-hmm. like we said, those mixers and things are really great for mocktails. But there's also some really cool like bottles that you can get of non-alcoholic drinks. So if you want that same look, you know, like you can do Italian sodas, some really fancy sparkling grape juice, so you can still do a good toast. They make really cool looking bottles with things that you're actually going to drink. And you can, uh, even after you use the stuff in the bottle, just refill it. So love home goods for this exact reason. Right. So you can get really cool coffee syrups or beautiful Italian lemonades, Italian soda, stuff like that. And I mean, we, I keep some of that stuff on my bar cart and I do drink because I don't drink a lot. And I have a question for you, Jackie, that I forgot to ask you. Do you keep wine on your bar cart? I keep, so above our bar cart, we actually have a wine rack Uh hanging on the wall. So I'll keep my red wines up there. White wines go in the fridge, but I drink more red anyway. And then there's also a space for that underneath where I hang my wine glasses. So I can do everything right there and not have to go back to the kitchen. I'm about the wine rack too, but I do have uh, empty wine bottles that are meaningful. So like the one that when we went to a vine- some vineyards for my bachelorette party, Jackie was there and I had this really sweet couple come up to me and give me a bottle of wine on my bachelorette party and said, drink this on your first anniversary. And we forgot. So we ended up drinking it some other time because I like, I like hit it so we wouldn't drink it. <laughs> Yeah, we did that with a bottle of champagne for my last job, too. So then we found it. Um, I need to do a better job of keeping, like, different varieties of wine. I usually just have reds. But now that I've found out that I'm, like, allergic to red wine in the summer because I have such bad allergies, yeah, I need to do a better job of that. Anyway. (laughs) that's I'm the same way, though. I have empty bottles, and I guess I didn't think about the mean things, and not just of wine, of liquor, too. Yeah. So, like, we have the champagne bottle from the last place I worked for – for our wedding, they all signed the bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have this little mini champagne bottle that Jacqueline gave me when she asked me to be her bridesmaid. Uh-huh. And then I have the first bottle of Chattanooga whiskey that we yes. drank. Um, also Jacqueline and Jordan related. <laughs> and then for our honeymoon, we went to St. Augustine and that's where we fell in love with Moscow mules. And I bought from the St. Augustine distillery, they had a mule mix that had some different flavors than a traditional mule. So I bought a bottle of that. That's a cool little like apothecary looking bottle. So I kept that. And then also a bottle of St. Augustine vodka. (laughs) You like pause. You're like when we fell in love and I'm like, but it was your honeymoon. Were you already? (laughs) Did I say fall in love? Oh, we fell in love with, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's really cute. I love all those things. We have stuff like that. One thing that um, we have a family friend who's really big into whiskey. Obviously, we're in Tennessee. And mm -hmm. she did like a documentary in Kentucky of all the different bourbons. And it's like been picked up. I don't, it was in some film festival, but I think it's going to hit the, your TV soon. Um, oh, that's really cool. You yeah. Have to tell us about it when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's very good friends with all the different distillers. Mm -hmm. And so she always gets the distillers to sign the bottles. And so that's, really that's cool. something that we've started to do when we go to a distillery is to get the master distiller, if he's there, yeah. to sign a bottle. And so we keep those on our cart. Like, we'll... That's really cool. Yeah. We'll, like, refill it. <laughs> right. If we yeah. buy well, the same kind, because we wouldn't do that right. to the Master Distiller, but... No. Um, we keep all those. So, that's kind of fun. The last thing I have for stocking your bar cart is the types of glasses you have. Yeah. Um, which you had mentioned earlier to make sure it's things you actually use. So, have fun glasses, even, again, if you don't drink. Sometimes it's just fun to have a mocktail and a like mm -hmm. an interesting glass. So, you know, a Collins glass, a highball, an old fashioned, different wine glasses or champagne flutes, whatever you think you might use, it adds like that texture and that interest, but you'll actually use them. Okay. So I have a story for this. So on my 21st birthday, my sister said, Hey, I'm sending you uh, something from Amazon. So be on the lookout. And mm -hmm. she's like, it might come in a few different packages. So I was like, Okay. Interesting. And this was like 2011, a while ago, probably before Prime or right at the beginning of Prime. Let's just say this was my first experience of getting just bombarded by Amazon packages. <laughs> okay. So I get the first package and it's a bar set with the corkscrew, a little cutting board and knife and that kind of like cute, complete little bar set with like a shaker and everything. So I was like, oh, okay, this is so nice. I just thought it, I was like, oh my gosh, Caitlin, this is so sweet. You know, it's my 21st yeah. birthday. And then I started getting all these different boxes. She bought me a set of every type of glassware. So I had Aww, white wine glasses, awesome. red wine glasses, martini glasses, margarita glasses, champagne flutes, everything. And she said, you better be classy. And at parties at your apartment, make people drink out of the proper glass. <laughs> Caitlin Wood. So that was my glass story. So now I have every single type of glass. Oh, that is hilarious. You don't have to have every type no. of glass if you're not going to drink anything out of, you but know, a highball when, glass. And she had them all gift wrapped. So it was like, you know, those, they're like these huge, I still have some of them from that experience. They're these huge blue sacks with gold ribbon. <laughs> Oh, man. You know what I'm talking about? And it's like, yes. it's, I still have them. They're like huge. I use them for shoes when we move because it's like soft and I can just throw shoes right. in there. Anyway, awesome. it was so funny. I just couldn't get over it. It was like aggressive, but sweet. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to teach you right. <laughs> oh, she's No funny. solo cups for you, Jacqueline. <laughs> um, okay. So that's all I have for stocking. And Me too. So soiree. So I have it divided into a few different things. And my first one is everyday low key. So things that you should keep for things like Sunday supper or a regular dinner party, no, no special occasion, but it's still 
we're just like Kate Spade and Lily Pulitzer and thinking that every hour should be happy hour and that you should live life colorfully. <laughs> every day Absolutely. should be celebrated. So just because it's not a quote special occasion doesn't mean it can't be a soiree. So keeping regular fun cocktail napkins. And I actually have cloth cocktail napkins on my bar cart as well as I think they're little lemons right now. I have like little pale yellow with lemons on them. And I just rotate out for the general season on the bar cart as like an easy way to, so that way if I pour someone a drink, then I can hand them a cocktail napkin as well. Yeah, which is always a good idea anyway. Do you keep anything for every day? Um, well, I make sure like, besides what we've already talked right. about, um, some, I like to keep fun straws cause there's some mm-hmm. drinks mm-hmm. that you just want to drink out of the straw and then cute coasters, you know, similar to the cocktail napkins. I mean, so they have a place to put it on. I keep straws that like I drink Diet Coke out of a straw because it's better for your teeth. My dad's a dentist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the less you let hit your teeth, the better, especially for yes. staining for sodas and things. Um, <laughs> anyway, you can keep fun party supplies that without it being go, a party, right? That can kind of go for anything. Same reason as why I always keep birthday stuff <laughs> in case it's someone's birthday and I bring out the birthday napkin. And it's and just they're like, oh, you remembered, right? Yeah, totally. Well, it's just good. It makes you a good hostess, I think. Right. And I so agree. just having like a stockpile, go to Home Goods, pick some stuff up, a stockpile of themed things can really leave a lasting impression. Yes, absolutely. And we're all about making things a little bit fancy without the effort because then they don't notice things like dog hair. <laughs> right. And when you have a billion animals, that's very important. Everyone thinks that my hair, that my house is probably like so gross covered in dog hair because I talk about it all the time, but it is the bane of my existence keeping up <laughs> with my German shepherd hair everywhere. Yes. I love her to death. I love my pets. I would never trade them, but we go into people's houses who like don't have pets and it's just like, what would this be like? <laughs> right? Right. And then whenever we have people come in our house that don't have pets, because if you have a pet, yeah. you understand. Yeah. But if you don't have pets, I'm like, they probably think my house looks so gross. Here, have some alcohol. You won't even notice anymore. <laughs> well, it's just they don't understand that. And I didn't understand until we had all these animals that it's like, <laughs> just because you see dog hair doesn't mean that someone didn't vacuum an hour ago. <laughs> right. Just because there's muddy footprints, sorry, we did mop, but again, right. it's raining and we have no grass in our backyard, so it's just going to happen. Literally, like, I cleaned an hour ago. Yeah. It's not just yesterday. I vacuumed yesterday, but it's like, I cleaned an hour ago. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, so holiday. So when there is an actual special occasion. Yes. Holidays, I think, are my favorite bar cart mm-hmm. areas. I, for holidays, like to have a signature drink. Because I like the bar cart to be a self-service area, but not everyone knows how to mix or they want to mix. And so if there's a fun, holiday-spirited, pre-mixed drink, then they can still serve themselves without having to figure out how to make something. Right. And I like that too, because I'll put the mixed stuff in a pitcher and Mm -hmm. then people can add the alcohol or I'll like add just like a little bit of alcohol if it needs it, like the sangria. But then I let people add the rum and the triple sec to make it to their liking. 
Right. And then also if someone doesn't drink, it's not awkward because they can still, I try to make stuff that people could enjoy even if they don't drink alcohol. What if you have a friend that comes over and she's pregnant and she doesn't want to tell you why she's not drinking? You know what I mean? Like, right. And then it, <laughs> she can look like she is without anyone right. well, she Yeah. She can be social and not have to be like, oh, why isn't Jackie drinking? Right. <laughs> All the not rooms, pregnant. I swear, putting that out there. Every single time I come, you're not pregnant, but every single time <laughs> I go to like a holiday thing or not a holiday thing, a family thing, and I say no to wine, like I feel like I have to drink wine just because Jordan and I've been married long enough. But I'm like, I have to at least sip on it, or else someone's gonna say I'm pregnant. Literally. <laughs> um, so the last because we threw Christmas, mm-hmm. Christmas Eve for Drew's family last year. And one, my holiday mixed drink was completely alcohol free because there's a lot of children in the family. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't want anyone to have to worry about the kids getting into it by accident. But they kept asking me, like, is it okay for the kids? I'm like, yes, there's nothing in it. And the kids thought that was the coolest thing because they could pour their own drinks and it was completely okay. But at one point, someone was like, this is the first Christmas where no one's pregnant. And they all look at me and I'm like, this is a beer. <laughs> No, you might have been carrying around the same beer for an hour. But it's a beer. It's so funny. How true. Yeah, I understand. Been married for a while and your family's starting to pressure you. You get it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. One thing I was going to say that not only with the cocktail napkins, but I also like changing out. I keep a cute kitchen towel because my bar cart has little handles that come out. And so I hang a kitchen towel on the handle and I change that out seasonally as well. I think that comes back to, we've said this in I think probably every episode we've talked about holidays at all, is it's very easy to decorate without changing everything. And yeah. I think bar carts are no different. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So let's do like a very mocktail friendly, let's say it's a baby shower or it is a party where it's going to be kids. We kind of touched mm-hmm. on this already, but... Definitely if you have little kids around or teenagers or whatever preteens that could get into the liquor is have like a space where you already know where you're going to put all that stuff. So then you're not scrounging around or throwing it into a guest bedroom. <laughs> like if you're doing what we did last year and put it all in our bottom of a closet. Yeah. <laughs> and then the kids played hide and seek. I mean, no one drank drank it, but it was in there. (laughs) That's hilarious. We have a very small kitchen, but oddly, the cabinets go all the way to the ceiling. So I have these very small cabinets up top. And so I'll uh, put the liquor up there if I'm changing out my bar cart or if I'm having people over who don't drink at all and it seems like I have a weird amount of liquor out (laughs) like you know older an older crowd I feel like mocktail friendly stuff definitely having mixers out having pictures of things and you can still do a signature mocktail Mm -hmm. like I said with the Christmas last year we had like um like a sprite punch type thing that was festive but it's still completely family appropriate. So if you're having a baby shower, particularly, that's always the first thing that comes to mind. A fun drink that's whatever color of the gender of the baby mm. is always fun. But it's like tasty and the mom-to-be can enjoy herself without watching all of her friends get smashed. Yes. Yes, for sure. 
A good like alternative for a bar cart would be a coffee station. So you Absolutely. could display mugs and stuff like that. Um, I have a lot of friends who don't drink, but they have cute glasses, like the same kind of alcohol themed glasses. And I even drink stuff. I was posting on my Instagram stories the other day that I drink stuff out of stemless wine glasses during the day. That's not wine just because it makes me feel oh. fancy. I follow I actually my stemless wine glasses more often than anything. Yeah. Else. Yeah. It's a good size. And I have yeah. this girl that I follow on Instagram. She's out of Charleston and she makes these like blender bombs for smoothies and mm-hmm. all of her smoothies on her website are photographed in stemless wine glasses. Oh, so it's just really cute. And she, it's a, you know, I drink her smoothies when I get her blender bombs. Like I drink smoothies out of stemless wine glasses. Cause it's like to honor her. Right. Exactly. But it's cute. <laughs> it makes it more fun. So yeah, that's a good use and have to be drinking alcohol to use the fun, fancy stuff. Right. Absolutely. I agree. Okay. That's all I have. That's all I have. If you want to join in the conversation off air, you can join our Facebook group, the Millennial Homemakers on Facebook. Just search it and post pictures of your bar cart. Jackie and I might post pictures of our bar carts. It's just kind of a fun place to get connected with other millennials who prioritize homemaking. Absolutely. If you haven't joined yet, please do because we love connecting with all of you. You can also find us on Instagram at the Millennial Homemakers. You can find Jacqueline at Jacqueline Humble or me at JVAlexander16. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next week. Bye.